you can be the most knowledgeable therapist and you can have the best skills in the world for someone, you know, to help them recover. But if you don't have the soft skills, if you're not able to listen to what someone's telling you without having to respond, if you aren't able to meet them on their level, wherever that is, no matter from what walk of life they're from, you're not going to be able to pull them out of these, you know, really dark places right after an injury. It's not about the technology and the skills then. It's about being a good person, meeting them where they are and making that personal connection to help them take these baby steps forward. Welcome to the Mentally Shredded Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Whedon. Having lived through the lows of depression and anxiety myself, I reestablished my foundation by focusing on four pillars, mental, physical, spiritual, and financial well-being, and I'm here to help you do the same. My guests and I will share our journey with you, stories of triumph, and personal development tools to empower you to live a life without limits. As ambitious people, we know what it's like to face challenges. We're not meant to do this life alone. I'm here to help you take your power back. What's up, guys? This is the Mentally Shredded Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Whedon. Today, we are meeting with the founder of Revive Neuro Recovery Center, Ashley Clark. How are you doing today, Ashley? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super stoked to be here. I love what Mentally Shredded is doing. So I'm honored to be a part of your movement and bring awareness to the adaptive community. I'm excited. Yes, yes. We connected a while back, but this is our first official time link eyes on each other. So it's a pleasure to finally, I guess, meet you virtually. And um, I love what you guys are doing in the community. I'm happy to uh, be a part of Fit With Friends. And I know we'll get into that a little later as well. But um, let's kind of just talk about your business, what you do, and, and then we'll dive into how this all came to be, how you got started. Yeah, for sure. So I have my doctorate of physical therapy, the owner and founder of Revive Neuro Recovery Center, which is a gym that specializes in training people with neurological injuries. So um, anyone that has a spinal cord injury, brain injury, stroke, MS, CP, Guillain-Barre, basically any form of paralysis or lower body amputation, we provide one-on-one -on -one specialized training to these individuals to help maximize their recovery and work towards their goals to help them live an active lifestyle. I love that. I love that. And you make yeah. it sound so easy as well. And I've been following you on social media for some time. And I love the fact that you focus on the recovery piece, right? Because when people get injured, right? I, I had plenty of injuries in soccer, nothing as traumatic as the injuries that you help people work through and help them build you know, a strong foundation again and confidence is really another element of that. Yeah. What are you seeing when people come in for the first time and they either didn't come from an athletic or a physical fitness background? And so this is their first time really trying to strengthen their body or they did come from that background, but this is a whole new world for them. What is that first visit with you like? The whole foundation of Revive, what I wanted to build was a welcoming environment 
you know, these people have had catastrophic injuries, you know, their life has been turned upside down, whether they were a pro athlete, you know, at the elite level of their sport, or they were or are a new mom, they have an infant at home, or a grandma that wants to get on the floor, play with their grandkids again, or, you know, a teenager that just wants to fit in with their friends, you know, So a lot of it is trying to provide a welcoming environment, meeting everybody where they are in their recovery and kind of walking through those steps with them. Revive is here to give hope and empowerment for these people to say, look, you can do this. Like we will do this together. I'll be here with you as we take these steps and empower them to become the best versions of themselves. Working in traditional healthcare, a lot of it is, you know, focused on getting you out of the hospital, getting you home, learning to adapt. And a lot of people, they just lose their sense of self and what is their purpose and their why anymore. And I love being able to provide that space for them to be vulnerable with them and use fitness to help them figure out, you know, why they're still here, what their why is, and that they're capable of doing anything they can put their mind to. Yeah. And what I've seen is you've grown this now into connecting with other individuals in the space to where you've started a whole fitness class and fitness group called fitness with friends, right? Or fit with friends. And I had the opportunity to come in, work out, speak with the group and absolutely loved it. I can't wait to, you know, partake in the next one, but how did that come to be? Right. Because you're already pouring in and you're helping individuals on a one-on-one basis. Um, How did you decide you wanted to take it to the next level and offer more of a group fitness type class? Yeah. So at Revive, we're all self-pay and I wanted to be able to offer something for people that maybe couldn't afford the one-on-one training to still be active, to still feel that sense of community is really big because a lot of times after a neurological injury, it's very isolating. So how can we provide a supportive environment that would normally feel very intimidating for an able-bodied person to go into a CrossFit gym? Like that can be intimidating, you know, but for these adaptive athletes to come in and feel supportive to work out, you know, there's just something about fitness. So actually it was a patient that I worked with a long time ago at the hospital he works out at CrossFit Mech and he just posted on social media like, hey, I want to start this class. And I'm like, okay, we're going to need some help. But like, I'm about that. I want to do that as well. You know, I was at a judge at the CrossFit uh, Wheelwad Games in December and it's just a whole different environment. You know, these people are they're badass, man, like throwing these weights up and stuff. And I just wanted to be able to provide something like that in Charlotte. So you know, CrossFit Met Brendan is awesome. He was super supportive of this athlete. And I was like, Hey, like I might not have the time, but I can bring the people to help. Mm -hmm. And then there's just amazing therapists in the community. I can take no credit for this program. There's so many therapists in the Charlotte area and trainers and just people that want to volunteer to help out and be a part of this movement. So it's growing. It's a slow build, but it's a lot faster than we thought, you know, there's bumps in the road, but just to get the feedback from these people about, you know, this was awesome. I'm so excited for the next one. Like, can we have more? And I think it's just building that community and that built in support system. That's so special for these, these individuals and these athletes. I think it's amazing that you have been able to work with CrossFit Mac because Brendan and Krista, they did create a community of togetherness and it's open and inviting to all. And so the fact that we have adaptive athletes that can come in feel welcome and can put that work in with us as well. 
is amazing. And it does not surprise me once you have a chance to meet the owners of CrossFit Mech. And I love when I went to my first Fit with Friends, I love the camaraderie, right? You could automatically feel the energy in the room and everyone was getting after it. And some of the athletes compete at a national level. And then some of them, this was their first time really being around this group and their first time working out. And I love that it didn't matter what your background was, where you come from. It was, hey, we're all here for the same reason. We want community. We want to live healthier lives. How can we do that? And fitness just, it brings people together. And we've found that, especially here in Charlotte, North Carolina, that we've been able to find the right groups and and connect individuals with um, proper resources. I love the fact that you work with individuals one-on-one and some of the people that you've worked with in the past are now CrossFit athletes, right? Like they, they, this is Mm -hmm. what they do on a regular basis. And so what does that say to you to have been such a huge part of that growth phase for them? I mean, I look at it as a standpoint of like, I'm using these talents and skills that I was given that come easy to me to invest in someone. They're the ones that made it into what they are today. I'm not going to take any credit from anybody. You know, I'm here to kind of go through these phases of life to show them, look, this is what you can do. Like every step of the way, 1% better every day. And every day isn't going to be great, you know, and that's, that's for everybody, but you're going to get out of it what you put into it. If you can surround yourself with positive people in a positive environment, you know, life's going to look good for you, whether you have to adapt things or not, like anything you want to be able to do, you can do. So it's for me, it kind of came full circle, honestly, like being in a room of people that I treated maybe as a PT student to see how far they've come. I've been a PT for 13 years. So to see people like that I treated 12 you know, 11 years ago and how far they've come in their own recovery to like people coming straight out of inpatient rehab. Like they just discharged two days ago and they're coming in. It was just full circle, you know? And I think it just goes to show for the adaptive community, honestly, nothing about me in general, but like the adaptive community and how supportive they are for everyone. They're going to cheer you on. We're going to figure out how to do it and we're going to get a really good workout in. So it's just amazing to see, like you said, that support. And like, for me, it was just like full circle of like my career. Like this is what it's about. And it just makes me smile. I'm happy. I might shed some tears here. I mean, it's just awesome to see. Yeah. Let's talk about mindset because we all know that it's hard sometimes to just get up and, and go exercise, to be honest, right? It's, it's hard sometimes Mm -hmm. to get up and, and do things that, you know, will improve your life, but there's either anxiety, there's stress, there's all of these factors that could be weighing on you that prevent people from actually doing the work, the mindset that you have to have, right? I, I think of the name of this podcast of mentally shredded each and every person that I've come in contact with that is an adaptive athlete. Some of them are doing like tough mutters and Spartan races in my mind. I'm like, how can people make excuses for not getting where they want to be deep down? When I see athletes that are paralyzed from the waist down, not making excuses. Right. And I know it's not easy. Right. I know that it's tough just 
watching some of Jesse's content, right? Mutual friend of ours. And she, she mm-hmm. talks about her journey and she shows the, the fun side. And then she shows some moments of vulnerability. And yeah, to me, that is what mentally shredded is. To me, that is someone that recognizes where they are. They know where they want to be and they understand it's, it's not about me. They understand that their story is encouraging and helping other people. To me, that is a mindset. How do you feel the work that you were doing is helping people prepare to kind of callous their mind, to stop focusing on themselves and understand that their journey is now a part of building and helping someone else grow through their own personal situation? Yeah, I mean, that's a deep question. I think, you know, Jessie's a prime example. She wasn't always, you know, where she is now. It took a lot of reflection, you know, for her. And she, I can't speak for her, but as a therapist, you know, kind of looking from the outside in, she's put a lot of work into where she is today. A lot of self-reflection, a lot of building herself up, a lot of reading, a lot of journaling and changing herself to not let life happen to her you know, you can have a victim mentality of like, woe is me, or you can do something about it. And she's chosen to do something about it. And then she is amazing. She's using her platform to show people real life. You know, I think it's easy to see on social media, like even our Instagram, like you see all these amazing things, but you don't always see the struggle that went into that. So for her to kind of show real life things, I think allows people to know that she's real and it's okay to struggle and it's okay to have these breakdowns, but you have to pull yourself back up. You know, you have to keep going forward. I tell a lot of therapists and students, you can be the most knowledgeable therapist and you can have the best skills in the world for someone, you know, to help them recover. But if you don't have the soft skills, if you're not able to listen to what someone's telling you without having to respond, if you aren't able to meet them on their level, wherever that is, no matter from what walk of life they're from, you're not going to be able to pull them out of these, you know, really dark places right after an injury. It's not about the technology and the skills then it's about being a good person, meeting them where they are and making that personal connection to help them take these baby steps forward. You know, I always tell my clients, you know, it's progress, not perfection. You have to give yourself a little grace, you know, and you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days, but as long as you keep taking steps forward to better yourself, you're going to come out on top in the end. So I think, you know, kudos to Jesse for everything she's doing. All my clients, you know, they have, they have times where they come in and they just break down and that's our session, you know, is to sit there and talk about it, but that helps them. And I think a lot of times it's easy, especially with people with neurological injuries to see the physical limitations, but if you don't have the right mindset, you're never going to make a good recovery or reach your full potential. You have to have a good mindset. You have to deal with those things and those demons, you know, in your head to kind of get where you want to be. And it's hard, you know, traditional healthcare doesn't set you up to have a positive mindset. A lot of times these people right after their surgeries are in the hospital room, all these pieces of equipment are keeping them alive and people come in and they say, you're never going to be able to do this again. Like you're always going to have to do it this way. People are going to have to help you do this and that. Like, so we're not setting them up for success in the beginning. So I think if as therapists, we spend a lot of time with these patients in all settings, you know, just trying to build them up, not give false hope, but build them up to make them know that they are capable so we can 
help on that mental health side, provide more resources for mental health. I mean, that's so important for everyone. And this population needs it even more to let them know, like, there's still life to live. Absolutely. You're not alone. Looking for a consulting firm that can help your organization achieve its full potential? Look no further than DEC Leadership. With over 25 years of experience in NASCAR, founders Mike Metcalf and Sean Pete know what it takes to lead high-performing teams. They can help you uncover opportunities for diversity, efficiency, culture, and kindness, all while inspiring human brilliance. And if they can lead pit crews that can change four tires and fill 18 gallons of gas in less than 12 seconds, just imagine what they can do for your organization. Visit www.deckleadership.com for more information. I love that you touched on some of the tools that I speak about on a regular basis, journaling, affirmations. And what that is doing is that's pouring something positive in, right? And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that affirmations and journaling is the end-all be-all. That is just, to me, it's level one of, of the personal development and growth yeah. journey of the healing journey, right? But it is a, an important level to learn because our minds automatically are programmed to be negative, right? And so if you go through mm -hmm. a traumatic experience, now you've added even more negative. There's, that's just another layer of something you have to grow through. And so when you're able to add these tools that combat that negative and you start pouring in positive, you start attracting what you're pouring in, right? And, and your right. life starts to change, your, the people around you start to change and you begin to feel more positive. But mm -hmm. you might not notice the change in the beginning, right? It, it, it's, it's a gradual process. And so I love that you touched on that because it has been huge in my journey. And I believe in this practice 1000%. And I know that if people can at least learn to start there, it's going to be a much easier road to guide them. And I have found that there's people that don't believe in affirmations, right? They don't mm -hmm. believe in affirming themselves because that wasn't something they saw. And, and they kind of feel like it's maybe hocus pocus or what have you. But right. the, the beauty of understanding what affirmation really means, it, all it is, is affirming, right? You're affirming who you want to be and, and where you are going. That is it. If we can dumb it down that in simple terms, I am saying I am strong opposed to the negative I'm weak in this moment or I'm weak because of X, Y, and Z, right? And so I think if we can get everybody to just, let's just start there and then help guide them along the way, I think we get a lot further. I mean, I tell all my clients to journal, you know, every single day, I want you to write down one thing that you weren't able to do the day before that you noticed. So when they're having those bad days, when it's a challenge for them to get their legs out of bed, you know, their legs are spazzing, they're tight, they're fighting to get dressed, to even try to get in a wheelchair or to stand up, to do daily things, much less come to the gym, they can look back and see how far they've come. Because I think it's easy to lose sight of the progress that you've made. And I can only imagine, you know, getting up every single day for a year, two years to put in hard work to see very little gains. But people in the neurological community, they do that. And you put in the work and at some point you're going to reap the reward from that work. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to ask, how did you get 
started on this journey, right? Like what made you want to go down the therapy route? It's crazy. I mean, I started out, I wanted to do marine biology and then I was sitting in this like plant bio class and I was like, this is just, (laughs) this is not for me. So then I went into rec therapy and I loved it, but I was like, there has to be something more that I can kind of do. I went into exercise physiology, liked it. A lot of my classmates were talking about PT. I was super active, had been in PT a lot of times for myself. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's give it a go, you know? But it wasn't really until I was in PT school and I went to MUSC. They had amazing professors there, taught to every kind of learning style. And neuro just came easy. I mean, I had to study, but it was just easy for me. We got to work with people with neurological injuries. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I was afforded the opportunity, you know, at the local hospital to do an internship as a student there. I got a job there. I was surrounded by amazing coworkers. I got to, you know, be introduced to a bunch of different technology, a wide variety of patients, and it just fueled my fire. And then just traveling around the country, I work for a medical device company as well. There's all these like little activity-based therapy centers, which are basically like exercise physiologists, personal trainers that are working with people with neurological injuries after their insurance cuts them off. And everyone was raving about these places. And I was like, I got to go check it out. And so I you know, would hook up with these centers. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, how can I do this? It's a gym environment. They're blaring music. Everyone has a smile on like, how can I do this as a therapist, right? How can I mesh the therapy world and the fitness world to provide this higher level of care for this community? I had a lot of student loans. So I was like, how am I going to figure that out and be able to do this? So I had talked to a couple of coworkers, like, I don't know, eight or nine years ago, and we wanted to to be able to do this, but nothing came through. And then during COVID, just kind of reflecting on like, what is my purpose? What am I doing? You know, I'm just kind of wasting my time in the hospital. I'm not using these talents that, you know, were God given that things that come easy for me to make a difference in someone else's life, you know, being able to teach someone how to get dressed or how to stand up again, or, you know, do these little things that we take for granted And I'm just sitting here on this computer in the hospital typing away when I could be making a difference. So I started looking at things, trying to figure out how I could do it, looking at spaces. And I'm just super blessed. I've had support coming out the wazoo from friends and family. I was just talking to my best friends like there's no way I could have done it without any of their help. Like people were helping me paint in the dead of summer without AC. Like the paint was drying on the wall before we could roll the roller down. I mean, it's just crazy from that, you know, getting equipment, putting up these hoist systems, like loaning trucks to go pick up stuff to fit with friends. I mean, none of this would have been possible without any of that. So it was just me trying to figure out how can I live out my dream and my passion to help these people? And how am I going to do that in the limited kind of constraints that I have financially and in the Charlotte areas where I wanted to be? So that's kind of how it came to be. It will be a year old next month and it's been a ride, but it's been so rewarding. I wouldn't regret it. I wish I would have done it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And you said something that struck me and I, you know, I'm a firm believer in this. We all have gifts, right? And you know when you're not aligned with with what you're yeah. doing because it's going against the gifts that you have. Um, and whether you're doing it for a paycheck or whether you're doing it because your spouse, your parents wanted you to go that route. But I encourage people to find and, and try to utilize those gifts in some way. Maybe you don't make money off your gifts. Maybe that's not your purpose, right? But I believe 
the more we are able to be in tune with the gifts that we were given, the more joy we will feel, right? The more peace we will feel, the more our cup will be overflowing to where when we are pouring into others, it's out of the overflow. We're not dipping into yeah. our cup, right? And I think yeah. a lot of times when you have responsibilities and you're you know, just working a job that maybe you don't like, but it's paying the bills and you're taking care of your family, well, how do you keep your cup overflowing? And I think it's mm -hmm. tapping into maybe a gift that you have that you haven't, you haven't done anything with. And maybe it's out of fear, who knows? But I, I definitely believe in trying to find one or two of those gifts and, and beginning to do something with that. Yeah, I mean, everybody has a gift. You just have to kind of figure out what it is. And you just have to believe in yourself and take a chance. You know, that's the scary thing. Like you said, leaving kind of the comfort of a paycheck and it's always going to kind of be there. But at some point you have to take that chance on yourself. And once you do, it's going to be a grind, but it's so worth it. You know, like I never leave here exhausted. I come in every day. I'm excited to work. I'm not dreading it. And it's because you have to remember what your why is. Why are you doing this? You know, I love this community and I know I can help them make a difference. And if I just did it to make a difference in one person's life, it would have been worth it. You know, so if you can stay attached to your why, that's going to get you out of bed every day. I talk to so many therapists. They're like, oh, I want to do it, but this and that. Like sometimes we have to step out of our comfort zone. And when you do that, you're going to meet people and you're going to network. Like, you know, I met you. So it's just, it's going to work out. You just have to take the chance. Absolutely. And, you know, all it is, is a leap of faith, right? It's a leap yep. of faith for these athletes to, to reach out and say, hey, I, I need to figure out how to live the healthiest lifestyle I can with this new ability I've been given, right? And I say ability because we're not going to put a negative on it. And that's the beauty of, I know we connected for a reason and, I, and, yeah. and I'm around this community and, and it is becoming a part of my community now for a reason because I will speak life into people and I know I will receive that same love. And so take that leap of faith. You never know what will happen from that. You never know where you will land but I can assure you, you do not want to have regrets, right? And Ashley has taken a leap of faith of starting Revive, and it led to us being able to connect. It's led to other opportunities as well. And I want to give you your flowers now, right? I'm, I'm so grateful <laughs> for what you've created. I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah, man, thank you so much. I mean, it's just like you said, like if you take that jump, you're going to connect with all these other people that have the same you know, values and they're trying to make a difference in the world. And it's just a good community, supportive environment. You're going to find it, you know, whatever you put into it, you'll get out of it. So, you know, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So as we wrap up, Ashley, first, before we do our affirmation, I want to ask where we can support you, where we can follow you on social media. Yeah, so I'm going to share out the adaptive community here, not just myself. So first and foremost, you know, if you want to support the adaptive community, there's a couple of organizations here. The first one is We Win. It is a foundation that provides scholarships for people to receive therapy services after the insurance cuts them off. They're hosting a gala here in Charlotte, September 9th, 7 to 11 at the Canopy by Hilton. So they're selling tickets. It's a really fun night, cocktail, dinner, silent auction. It's really fun. So you can go to wewintogether.org to purchase a ticket. 
We also have an amazing adaptive sports program here, adaptive sports and adventures at Atrium Help. They provide services for people free of charge to really do any type of adaptive sports. So if you want to hook up with them, the best way, I guess, is their email. It's ASAP, A-S-A-P at atriumhelp.org. And then if you want to do Fit With Friends, because we need a lot of volunteers, Instagram, Fit With Friends CLT. Um, Our next workout is, I think it's August 19th. I'll be there at 1030 CrossFit Mech. If you want to follow Revive, it's Revive CLT on Instagram or revivecLT.com. You can go to our website. I love that you shared every resource possible in our community that lets people know where your heart is, right? This is not fluff, guys. This is where her heart is and she is pouring in. So thank you so much, Ashley. Let's do the affirmation. All right. right. So I'm going to say I am and you are just going to complete the affirmation for yourself. Are you ready? I am. Capable. Capable. I love that. I'm capable, everyone. We want to thank our sponsors for making this episode possible. We want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in each and every week and for just helping us grow this community. Man, it it really warms my heart to hear the positive feedback, to hear the the love that is growing and overflowing. And I can't wait to continue to share more stories like Ashley's with you all. Until next time, I love y'all. Peace. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to give another huge thank you to our sponsor, Deck Leadership, for making this episode possible. If you thought of someone while you were listening, send this to them. We want as many people as possible to hear this message, improve their mental health, and know that they are not alone. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to tag us on Instagram at Mentally Shredded Podcast with your biggest takeaway so we can thank you for being part of this movement. Remember, together we can change the stigma. It takes all of us.